Welcome to Grounded in Greek, where Greeks share stories of the people and singular experiences that have shaped who they are. Today's episode is extra special for me. I talked to two siblings with very similar names, but very different upbringings. My aunt Georgia and my dad, George. Georgia and George were born in the U.S., lived in Greece for a year, but came back on a boat with their parents, my grandparents, Stella and Pete. My grandma, my yaya, Stella, was from Kalamata, yes, as in the Kalamata Olives, and my grandpa, Papus, Pete, was from Merope. Migrating to Cheyenne, Wyoming, they helped build the first Greek church there, Saints Constantine and Helen Greek Orthodox Church. They were both very hardworking, particular, and very respectful people, and they taught their kids, my aunt and father, to be the same. In today's podcast, my aunt and dad talk all about why their names are nearly identical and why names are so important. For example, my first name isn't of Greek origin. There is not a St. Bridget in the Greek Orthodox Church. But when my Aunt Georgia, also my Nuna, baptized me, she used my middle name, Suzanne, to baptize me as Susanna, who is a saint in the Greek Orthodox Church. I just especially enjoyed hearing how my aunt's upbringing sparked her career path and how my grandparents' meticulousness translated into how my dad approaches his work and appearance. My dad would never leave the house without a nice crisp shirt pressed pants, shiny shoes, and a leather belt. I really hope you enjoy listening to Georgia and George reminisce on the moments from growing up with Stella and Pete that grounded them in who they are today. But a fair warning, my dad was a bit nervous at times, and I could hear a pen clicking in the background. He just cares so deeply and remembers big details in the little moments. Warms my heart. Dad and Aunt Georgia. Hi, Bridget. Hey, Bridget. <laughs> Hi. Well, thanks for hopping on to share stories about growing up Greek. Can you explain how you two, two siblings, became George and Georgia? I got my name from uh, my saint, which was Saint George, and my godmother. Her name was Georgia, and so she wanted to name me Georgia. Now, with my brother, he was named after his grandfather on my father's side. And all first male sons are always born on, are are always named after their uh, paternal grandfather. And uh, so his name was George, and that's how George got his name. 
and that's also from St. George. Did people ever confuse the two of you or, you know, school records get mixed up because they're so similar and you both are really close in age, too? Well, I think we're uh, we're 11 months apart. And um, George, you want to tell him what happened in college? Yeah, in college, I think uh, when we were so close together, our social security numbers are also very close together. And so they got a lot of our records kind of mixed up in college because they didn't know if it was George or if it was Georgia. But uh, by being the name George and Georgia and having social security numbers so close, it was probably confusing for the college to, to really keep accurate records way back then. Yes, and uh, my records, when I uh, went to get my records when I was going to student teach, they told me that my freshman records were gone. And I said, how can they be gone? And they said, well, they looked it up and they saw George Scobus. And they said, well, we have a George Scobus, but we don't have your records. And they said, oh, your name is Georgia. Oh, we must have got the two mixed up. So we got rid of one set of records, and they happened to get rid of mine. So I do not have records of my freshman year. And that's very, uh, that maybe really that's why I me. did. Maybe that's why I did so good my freshman year. Yeah, because they probably <laughs> gave you my grades. No, <laughs> I don't know. That could be. Well, that's fun background into the names. Yeah. Um, well, now I'd like to get into uh, learning more about your stories of growing up Greek and just specific singular experiences that have grounded you and who you are and helped you understand yourself a bit more. Um, so, Georgia, I can hand it off to you first, but I'm just wondering, how would you describe yourself and why do you think um, you are like that? What about your upbringing made you uh, the specific way? Okay. Well, uh, to start off, I grew up in a, in our household, it was a very strict upbringing, especially for a girl. And uh, a lot of the things that teenagers could do during my time, I could not do them because I was not allowed to, uh, especially participate in any kind of school activities or anything that did not involve my household, or my church. So I could not participate in any of those things. So I I had the pleasure of, well, I guess it's a pleasure, of observing my, my parents because I had to be home all the time. And um, while observing them, I, um, let's say I can describe myself as someone who became very passionate and about learning. I, I was curious about everything. I was curious about what went on outside. I was curious. I would watch my father reading the newspaper, and I thought, oh, I'd love to read the newspaper. But I was too young to really read it. And the first time my father brought home a pencil, 
I thought that was the neatest gift he could ever give me because I wanted to write. I wanted to copy things from his newspaper or just anything that was written in the house. And so he, every time he'd come back home from work, he would always give me a pencil. And I think that was the best present I ever could have gotten from him. And observing him reading, I wanted to also learn how to read. And since I couldn't go to any school activities, I asked permission to be able to go to the library because I wanted to get books. And while reading books, I discovered a whole brand new world outside of my home. And I thought, oh, this is so neat. I could read about other people. I could read about places and things that I probably would not know anything about. And so I pictured myself in those books. And I read a lot of stories about kids who, you know, also had some kind of a home life like myself and what they went through. And I thought, you know, I really want to help them. I want to figure out a way to help kids. And one day my father um, brought, there was a salesman that came to the door and he was knocking on the door and he was one of those encyclopedia salesmen. And my dad uh, looked at me and he said, would you like a set of encyclopedias? And I said, yes, I want a set. And I sat there for weeks reading those encyclopedias. And I read them from A to Z, and I read them cover to cover. I saw so many fascinating things in those encyclopedias that I thought, okay, I am passionate about learning because of that. And I was very a compassionate person in terms of when I became a teacher, I wanted to help kids learn. And I wanted to introduce them to books like I was introduced to books. And I think that's what makes me what I am today, because I just love learning. And I love reading. If I could spend 25 hours or 24 hours a day reading a book, I would do it. Because I have such a thing about finding out about other people and what they've been through and and so on. So that's how I would describe myself. I think, and and education was very important to my parents, too. They wanted us to get the best education we could get because neither one of them were very educated. But my father, when he came over, he was only 14, and he taught himself how to read and write in English. And he had that love of learning like I do, and I think that's where I got it from. And that's the kind of person that I am. So I know you both are siblings, have the same name, mm-hmm. grew up really close together, but are also very opposite in the um, in how you like to and don't like to read. So I guess maybe that's a segue right. into dad, who... Right. Is not the biggest fan of reading, likes to engage with, I know you love um, talking to people, dad, and kind of like getting out and about rather than Mm -hmm. 
uh, reading. So maybe this is a, a good segue into you, Dad. Um, you could just explain um, yeah, how you would describe yourself and what experiences grounded you in, in who you are and how you would describe yourself today. Okay, I can start maybe the, uh, I guess why we're opposite. I guess I'm a person that doesn't like to sit still. And I think when you read, you, you're kind of there for quite some time. And um, I'm a person that his mind changes every second to do other things or to research other things or whatever. And that had a lot to do, I think, with the way I was raised. Uh, kind of the same way Georgia talked about in a very loving, caring, structured, strict, religious family. Uh, there was meaning about everything we did from how we behaved around older guests, how we dressed. Important school was especially getting a college education, how we spoke, uh, being involved in church activities. Everything was very well structured. Uh, so these growing up years helped me become, uh, I think, a caring, a driven and a meticulous person. I took on many jobs growing up, uh, shoveling snow. Uh, uh, made sure that all snow was off the sidewalk. Uh, and I think that was probably uh, my meticulous side of me. Uh, I didn't take shortcuts in shoveling snow as some snow shovelers would just make a path down the sidewalk and call it a day. Uh, also working for Mrs. Fleshley, mowing her lawn, taking care of her roses and irises. She was very precise on cutting and planting flowers. Uh, she was very meticulous and made sure that when I split up the irises, that they were split in the right way and planted back in the ground in the right way. Uh, to this day, I like my yard to be well-groomed. Uh, dad was very meticulous about his lawn and his trees also. And mom, I think had the best vegetable garden of any garden in our neighborhood. And all the neighbors would come over there and, and get fresh vegetables, uh, each summer in August. Uh, mom also was a seamstress and had our clothes tailored to the T. And to this day, I can still sew. Both mom and dad were very well dressed and groomed. Uh, these growing up experiences helped me become, as they said, probably one of the best dressed CEOs in the YMCA. Uh, my 42 years in a YMCA embraced a lot of my upbringing, caring for kids and people. I grew up watching dad caring and concern for others, friends and neighbors, especially underprivileged youth where he bought sneakers for a basketball team. So we, so we each had an equal opportunity uh, to compete for a city basketball championship. So my dad wanted to make sure that we equally were on the same footing. We were from Clark Junior High School, which was in a, not a wealthy neighborhood, but a, but a good neighborhood. And most of the kids that were on the team were kids that parents were able to buy them 
the black Converse tennis shoes. And so we went through the basketball season and we won our division and our part of the city. And then we had to go and play kids from a different part of the community that were, that were uh, mainly African-Americans and Hispanic youth. And these kids uh, were extremely great athletes, but didn't have the, uh, they played in socks. Uh, they didn't have tennis shoes. And so uh, right before the championship game, my dad and Leonard Mayer uh, said, hey, we're going to buy these kids tennis shoes so they can compete with you in equal terms. We don't want them playing in their socks and you playing in sneakers. So they decided to do that. And some of the same kids that uh, uh, my dad bought the shoes for uh, were at the, I think, 50th, I think it was, uh, what was it, George? I think the 50th uh, college or high school reunion. And those kids still remember that. And they also became good friends with you guys, too. Oh, yes. And I could walk in any neighborhood in Cheyenne, and those guys would take care of me. So it sounds like what both of you share is just watching your parents, their actions, and their guidance of you in terms of working hard in Georgia for you and your education. And making sure that you keep learning and supporting you on that. And then dad just Mm -hmm. with you and your work ethic to keep working harder and harder, but do so fairly and do so and and move up um, by respecting others that are moving up with you. Closing, did you want to say maybe like a 15-second little thing to one another? Well, I'm just happy, George, that you're my brother. I'll always love you, and I always have. And I'm glad the way you turned out. I'm really proud of you. Even though Mom and Dad didn't get the chance to say that, I will say it for them. I'm really proud of you. Around well, that's really special, and uh, I feel the same way with uh, you too, Georgia. Yep, you're the best brother anybody could have, and I appreciate everything you've done for me. Yeah, well, we had some some ups and downs together, but I think we have found a way to connect with each other. Yeah, any way that we can. So, right. Right. And I learned a lot from you too. I mean, you you're the one that helped me in college. You probably don't remember. I mean, I wasn't the, the greatest yeah. student in the world, and you were always there to help me through lessons and writing and 
whatever I had to do. So, uh, when you graduated, uh, I was kind of left alone in college to fest for myself, uh, cause you were my crutch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but you did well. Well, I graduated. I don't know if I did a little bit. Yeah, you graduated. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. It's all that matters, right? Yes. That's, that's right. It's all that matters. I love you both. Okay. I'll talk All to right. you later. Both. All right, guys. All right. Okay. Bye. Love Goodbye. you. Bye. Goodbye. Talk Bye. to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. is grounded in Greek. If you know a Greek with a good story or you yourself have something you want to share, please contact me at groundedingreek at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook under Grounded in Greek. And if you enjoyed listening, please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts.